back to Millennial Thoughts with your girl Alicia. Um, today we have some special guests in the building. This is our last episode of the season. Don't cry, don't be sad. We're coming back. Um, so today we have with me Josh and Kat. I'm so excited. Say hey, guys. Hey. Um, these are actually well, Josh. I know him from U of L. That's where I went to school at. Kat, I know her from um. Facebook, you know, I love online networking. <laughs> and and um, I met her through some Facebook groups. And she's also a fellow YouTuber. So, you know, support where you can support, support at. And we're going to be talking about relationships and society standards. And we have a big announcement at the end. So stay tuned. <laughs> so <laughs> how are y'all doing today? How's life? So life is great right now. Um, just got finished editing a YouTube video, so I'm excited to drop that. Um, but yeah, that's how everything has been going right now for me in the morning. I'm doing great as well. What about you? I, that's what I'm talking about. I wish we were out of this quarantine, though. I know. I was going to say, how is quarantine going for y'all? I'm in the house, okay? Me too. I am too, and I'm not going out until something is done, Okay. <laughs> Period. Like, yeah, they be out. I know. I understand. Like everything going on, like in society, like people getting killed and stuff like that, whatever. They be out there, but I'm like, whoop, whoop, where's the mask? Right. Hold up now, y'all. Be up outside. I'm be up inside. Okay. I'm be, you know, cheering for you. But you know, it's okay. <laughs> but um, yes. So I'm um, so excited to do this episode because um, I feel like relationships is like a good. Thing to talk about even like life as a millennial and adulting and different things like that i know there's like so many different things it could be from like online dating to just standards and society standards and different things like that and um this actually uh came about well i've been wanting to do it but it came about because like i uh i seen a tweet on facebook from a fellow um person <laughs> and um me and josh was commenting on it and it was talking about like women making more than men and like I guess how um, that goes and how that is perceived in society and if like you would want your man to make more than you or if you would want your woman to make more than you so I guess we can just like start off with that question and then we can you know keep going so Kat how would you feel if your husband made more no if you made more money than your husband how would I feel um I honestly would be okay with it I think at the end of the day when it comes to like relationships or like who you end up getting married to it's all about like how you both come together and dictate how you want to do things so if I make more money then I'm fine with it just know that I don't mind you know taking on some things and he has to be okay with taking on some other things so for me personally I'll be fine with it I don't have a problem with it and so can you break down what are some of the things like what would he have to be okay with like doing more work yeah so he'll be have to be okay with doing more work at home so if i am going to be the one making more money and this might sound bad to some people but if i'm, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real like if i am going to be at work all the time then he has to be okay mm -hmm. with um being able to either clean the house or do what and what and I know it could sound different vice versa but that's honestly how I feel but but what if he's also working nine to five as well and I'm not like attacking I'm just asking like what if y'all both work both nine to five just because he gets paid less he has to do more of the, the chores I guess uh, dang that's a good one because 
That's <laughs> you know, a good one though. Yeah, I mean, now that I, I'm thinking about it, it really doesn't like it shouldn't really matter. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it shouldn't really matter. It shouldn't <laughs> at all. Thank you for checking on me on that. <laughs> no, I would just really just ask out George to say No, no, I understand. Like, and <laughs> it's funny that I because I just yeah, know if he made more money than me and we work in the same time, I'm sorry. And he was like, you got cool. Like, oh, hold on, boy. We both work nine to five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> you already know. Like, I, I work too and I'm not coming home to clean and I'm not coming home to do that. But if I work at home, I see where you staying. But still, I still be like, boy, I work long. You better go somewhere. <laughs> No, you're completely so that's right. Why I was asking you. That's why I was asking you that. Like, not to say that he doesn't work. He just gotcha. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Like, that does way. that mean that he still has to clean as much? And that's why I say that my man needs to make more than me. Period. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a bad mouth. <laughs> and maybe the Lord is still. I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> but Josh, what about you? How do you feel about your woman making more than you? I, I couldn't care less, you know, either way. I mean, if if I made more, great. She made more, great. Because, you know, um, there's so there's so many different jobs. There's so many different ways to make money, right? You know, if, you know, mm-hmm. like right now I'm a teacher. So there's a lot of jobs that make more than a teacher, which I won't be a teacher, you know, coming the next couple of you years. You better let him know because my boy about to get his PhD. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, PhD before third year. Thank you. Y'all. But for now, I'm a teacher. And if I was gonna be a teacher for <laughs> the for the next, but you know, now. however many years, you know, there's a pretty good chance that you know anyone working in like business or or an entrepreneur or, or a lot of different or doctor or a lot of different fields um, that we mm-hmm. that we look upon positively, you know, they'd make more money. And you know, I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. no. I'm not gonna marry a doctor because you know they make you know, significantly more money. That's silly mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> That's silly to you. But you're going to, but you're about to get a doctorate what they say. You're about to get a doctorate. No, you're about to get a doctorate. They say that you can get paid more, but you honestly don't know what the job market and everything like that. You never know what can happen. Right, it real. depends. So, yes. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, like speaking from a male's perspective, I just wanted to get that because the whole conversation was like, men sometimes feel like inferior. They feel like, less than i guess like if they do make if they do make less than their woman a lot still um, do yeah and so like just speaking on that i think that's really how the conversation came up doing like how men should not feel like that like they should i feel like they should be like oh yes my woman out there like should i need to get out yeah. there too? like don't let the um i guess like society standards i don't let that make you feel less than but also i feel like that should want you to I feel like that should help you want to step up a little bit more to like get your money or do this and do that. And sometimes I feel like men are, um, they feel like less powerful if the woman is like about her business, got her business, doing this, doing that. Like they won't even approach mm-hmm. someone like that. Or But even if they're with someone, like they try to hold them back. And I ain't for that. I'm for my sisters <laughs> united, okay? <laughs> I think it depends. I think it depends on like the type of person too. I mean, I think it can happen at any level of like your economic status, but I think that's a trend more for. Uh, this might sound bad. I think like if you if you're a guy and you make over a hundred thousand dollars, I feel like you're not worried 
mm-hmm. about if your wife makes like if you make 150 I don't think you're worried that your wife makes 200 I think this is more of a in general I think this feels like more of a problem if you know you don't you personally don't have a job that you're really proud of or mm-hmm. money that you're really proud of because I think I don't know I just feel like if you're a, like if you're a doctor and your and your wife happens to be a CEO I don't think the doctor is going to feel like less yeah. than does that make yeah that sense? makes a lot of sense definitely does yeah, he probably wouldn't even care too much because at the end of the day, he's still making bread. So. And, okay, but but that's if, like, the man, you're talking about, you said if the doctor's a man, if the doctor's a man, if the man's a doctor and his wife's a CEO. Well, I'm saying, saying, like, basically, if, if a guy has a career that he feels comfortable in, it's whether it's because of mm-hmm. the money or because of prestige, and his wife happens to make more money, I feel like that wouldn't be a thing. That would trip him up. However, if he oh, if so he were if he if like... he's not really confident in what he's doing, I don't want to call out any careers. Mm. I don't want to insult anybody. But if you're doing a career, <laughs> you're like you ain't comfortable being <laughs> right. But like if you're doing if you're doing something that you know, I don't know. You can you can imagine something that you wouldn't be proud. To I be think doing. even like the teacher, like teachers don't get paid that much. But if you're passionate about it and you love about, it, you might not be that bad about it. it. Exactly. Don't get paid that much. So it, exactly. Ain't no shake the teachers. It's all about like you, your person, and how you feel about what you're doing you know what I mean and it's again just going back with that it's like if you're unhappy with the job that you have and you see your wife is you know either happy or is making a lot more money then you're going to feel a certain type of way about something so yeah so the moral story is be happy in what your career is right okay find a career that you're going to be happy in don't do nothing that you're not going to be happy in because you cannot be projecting them feelings mm-hmm. to your significant mm-hmm. other. Okay. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I know because that, that gets like a lot of, um, I see like a lot of people talking about it are like in, so- in society and now like men are becoming like stay at home dads or like that because like the women, they do kind of sometimes have the better jobs, like if they're lawyers, judges, doctors, whatever they are. And so I just thought that was like a really interesting point. And I'm um, seeing like how you can how the like mm. roles can reverse because I know that um, stay at home moms they be like uh, like if people want to be a stay at home mom like oh you're gonna be a stay at home mom or whatever or like sometimes the husband doesn't even understand like what stay at home moms do I ain't got no children mm. but I do know that children are a lot and so it's like they don't think that they're doing anything but when a roles reverse baby the dudes that boy wait. <laughs> can't feed your kids <laughs> like I'm, I'm so confused and so i just think that that's so interesting like y'all like people want women to be like um the wife well i mean you're like the wife the mom the career woman but like when women come like when people come home from work and they gotta take care of kids like and you lose yourself basically so it's like okay now i gotta feed the kids i gotta come home after a long day work i gotta take care of the kids i gotta do that and then the doobie playing right. too. Like, oh hey. <laughs> what and also, I ain't really trying to bash the men, but women, y'all need to, but I feel like women, they, like, y'all need to expect mm. more from these men, and they need to be able to um, provide something like, shoot, if they ain't providing financially, they need to be providing somewhere um, else, spiritually, shoot, something else, taking care of the kids, doing something, and I just feel like a lot of women get trapped into, like, they, women, I feel like, um, I don't want to say like more headstrong, but I feel like sometimes they do do more. Like, I don't know if it's just like, you want to do more of like 
they have all these dreams and goals and stuff like that and then it like lacks because maybe like I mean whoever's in their corner different like that or like they do have kids so it's hard to really balance it and stuff like that and I feel like um that they should be able to pick people who can um balance what they want to do and so that goes into like who you pick and different things like that um and so yeah I think (laughs) I think that like try I think that comes from like a different part of the society but like picking people who will be able to help you and not bring you down do y'all see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying yes like (laughs) <laughs> like in, in this generation so this generation you know millennials and things like that I just feel like sometimes I, I just don't know if everybody's up to par with mm. who they picking I don't know y'all let me know how y'all think about that <laughs> I I do I think I think you're I think you're right I mean I think I mean you know when it comes to like picking someone who you're going to end up with. I mean, I think everyone has a different idea when they go into it. Some people, you know, they're, they're going into it thinking, you know, there's a certain way they expect to feel, right? That that's like, there's a feeling mm-hmm. that they, that when they feel a certain way, that tells them that they're with the right person. And then I think for other people, they're looking at someone and they're saying, you know, who is my equal, I guess, you know? So, I mean, I think people come in with different expectations of what it means to have a partner. And um, I don't know if there's a right way to do it or a wrong way to do it, but I think it just depends on your approach. You know, like, like again, like some people, you know, you've seen like the TV shows or the movies where the person says, you know, I know this person, you know, isn't the right one, but it's the one that feels mm-hmm. right or whatever. And I think people, that's real. I think people live that way. Like they're waiting for the feeling. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people who are thinking through it and they're thinking, who does it make sense for me to be with? I guess. Uh-huh. And... I think I want to just go back with what you said earlier that a lot of times women just end up settling into relationships um, mm-hmm. and sometimes they are kind of like either sold a dream um, and the only reason why I say mm-hmm. that is because I know from past experience or people that I have you know friends and stuff like that sometimes we just end up getting into a relationship everything like in the beginning and then mm-hmm. next thing things starts crumbling and then now you have kids and now mm-hmm. you have kids and so you end up settling with that yeah. person just because you know just a lot of other society things going on like you don't want to be that single mother you don't want to do this and that don't want see and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times when it comes to relationship from a woman's um, perspective or just women's in general like women end up tend to ends up <laughs> setting settling in a lot of relationships mm-hmm. yes that brings you to another point so i was on facebook and it like had this um, meme and it was like start uh it was like women need to start being okay with leaving people for the first mistake you know like i feel like um well other generations i feel like they they did the struggle of but it was some type of difference like okay like he cheated on you he did this on you but like you still have a home to take care of like you still have a home you still have this this and that or whatever and so it's like mm-hmm. normalize oh it was like normalized uh women leaving after the first mistake because like then you get into this struggle of and i just feel like um even being young and stuff like that like you always see this and being older i don't want to be in no struggle of but i feel like from the last generation it kind of came through because it's like 
okay, well, now men, like, they're taking care of you, they're doing this or whatever, so it's okay if they cheat, like, it's okay if they just no. like, what? <laughs> no, ma'am, no way. Oh, no. And I feel like now it's, like, struggle of, it's like, oh, I've been with him for, like, five years. Okay, girl, you 20. <laughs> yeah, what, you 20. You got 50, you have 50 more years. You want to struggle for the next 50 years? Right. Girl, bye-bye. And I just feel like, like, women give men too many chances. And also, this is what I believe, I don't know, I believe having kids after you're married and I'm not saying that that makes it perfect but like I feel like you should watch men and I'll give you your but like women like I feel like <laughs> I feel like you just can't have mm. a kid by anybody and I feel yeah, like girl. sometimes how you're saying like you get sold this dream like yeah girl I'm gonna take care of you yeah you're gonna be my baby yeah girl and then you had a baby and boom where he go oh dang it's a ghost yeah, where he at? <laughs> like what and so I feel like sometimes and then that goes into the struggle then it's like the single mom and then like the poverty it's like unless you're like doing good I'm not saying that this is everybody's thing but I'm saying like like the way that it goes about and stuff happens and like even the struggle of like if he if he don't show you one time that he ain't accountable for his action girl mm-hmm. now leave him to the next girl and she need to leave him too okay like struggle like I don't have time to be struggling being like oh yeah he coming so out your house and he don't pay no bill oh baby ain't nobody okay. be in my house and don't pay no bill oh no you be having the women <laughs> paying the bills and he be cheating, having other girls come in the car and he oh don't want no car. Oh no, I'm not saying this for everybody. But I just really feel real passionate about this. And I wanted to talk about it. I was like, this is the perfect time on my podcast. Um, because um, like I watch YouTube, you know, so I watch YouTube and like girls are talking about heartbreaks and it'd be these young girls. And it's like somehow like the young girls like be having business, be entrepreneur. I ain't seen no now one boy have an entrepreneurship video on YouTube. But I see all these girls in like the after their go getters, they're this, and then the dudes be like, Uh, yeah, girl, I'm a uh, you go, what? Uh uh-uh. uh, I don't need nothing that I don't know what that is. Sounds like a dream, <laughs> and so I just feel like I really feel passionate about that. Like, yeah, always getting played, and like, and then they they get played and they get played over again and get played up. Like, how many times are you gonna let this dude play you? <laughs> and he don't got nothing going for him. They say, like, you messing with people that don't have nothing to lose. He ain't got nothing to lose. He ain't got nothing. That's so, girl, so true. But at the same time, like some people are literally get stuck in a relationship. And there's like a lot that goes on. There's Not a lot of that's going on. Like, especially when you're in a relationship, you really mm-hmm. truly feel like this person might be the one for you. So you fall into this trap of always giving them a chance over and over again. So for me, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. And so, oh, what'd you say? Oh, no, like, and so I wasn't, I was asking, like, so how do you get stuck? And so I'm saying, like, do you know, like, or do you have a way, do you have advice on, like, how maybe you can get unstuck? I don't know. I'll cut back to you on that. (laughs) 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 That's fine. I'm just asking. I'm really just asking. I don't want to. No, 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 not at all. It's just more of a thing. Like, you're asking me a question that I've never thought of. I've just, like, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. of how to get unstuck but like I definitely agree with you just as soon as people like start showing you their red they start showing you yeah, like a leave mm-hmm. uh, but the thing is like some people are Frozen really good houses. at hiding Girl, things have, like people can hide have? things for a whole year or two yeah. so yes, that's what I'm saying like it's can. such a tricky situation because you can get stuck right mm-hmm. and someone can show you who they are mm-hmm. for a whole year and next thing you know they have a whole nother wife a whole nother family a whole nother family Girl, <laughs> girl, so good at hiding it. If y'all have not watched Judge Lynn's 
if y'all have not watched Judge Lynn, tell her y'all need to watch her on YouTube. I watch all her videos. She says, watch him. I need to see how you are when you get mad, when you get angry, when you get sad. I need to be watching you for four seasons because you might have something happen in this summer season or even death. Like, you have to watch people. And that's why I, I guess I get so passionate because people will have a baby with somebody mm-hmm. in five months. What? Five months? Girl, that's not even a semester. <laughs> it is a semester, but five months. Like, what? Y'all just out here having babies and babies bring on a whole other relationship. And if y'all watch YouTube, like I say or whatever, these young couples be having babies and they 20 years old. And then next thing they know, they single mothers and single fathers because they don't even know themselves and they be having babies with people. Not saying that if you have babies young, like it's not a good thing or a bad thing. Like, yeah, babies can be blessings. But I'm just saying, like, just keep mm. yourself to know yourself before you start having some other yeah. selves, babies. <laughs> and, um, and I just, I guess I just get so passionate about that. <laughs> because, yes! Oh my gosh, this is why I gotta do <laughs> I think that, is Josh gonna be able to say something? <laughs> Josh, Josh will get a minute. That's why I said DeMarcus needs to be on here. This is edited out. Oh, my mom has the phone. What? That's why I said DeMarcus needs to be on here because he, he gonna be one down and he already know how I'm well you, you know you know it's it's funny i i kind of i kind of agree with you know most of what you're saying i i honestly think you know um the the way we kind of do relationships kind of contributes to it i mean i feel like there's two styles that people use it's like either either it's like this undefined kind of mm-hmm. forever shit where people are just like together for a long time but there's but they're not really sure mm-hmm. how they're together which leads you know it's has its own problems or there's the people who go super hard really fast you know they like you said they have they get they they um they have a baby really fast or they move in together really fast and things like that and i read you know i read this like study and it was talking about people who like move in together um mm-hmm. you know and I know a lot of people nowadays feel like you gotta you have to do that first like you need to move in together before you ever get married and and there's probably <laughs> benefits to that and downfalls but one thing I saw is that you know some of the researchers um, saw that people in their first year if they moved together moved in together first they did stay together they were more likely to stay together their first year but after that they had mm-hmm. they had higher rates of divorce and one of mm-hmm. the things that the researchers kind of suggested they thought is that basically the, the, the faster you tie your lives together, mm. the harder it is to leave. You know, if you mm-hmm. move in together and you're splitting bills together, yeah, you, can do- you know, it, right? it's a lot harder to, to, to tell you, you know, Oh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not as simple as, Oh, you know, that you, you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta go through a whole process. Same thing. If you have a kid, same thing. Yeah. If you, you know, if you, if yeah. you entangle, if you move to a different state together, like, the more serious you get, yeah. the harder it is to leave. And I think, I think there's got to be some kind of we got there's got to be some kind of balance between the forever unlabeled relationship and the mm-hmm. we're moving yeah. in together after a week. You know, there's got- <laughs> okay. So I took this marriage and family therapy class my junior year, and so it was talking about the like cohabitating, um, and like versus being married and not cohabitating before and then sometimes that's why I was like people didn't even know their standards because like I seen that when you cut co- well whatever the I don't want to say like I seen it but like whatever the um what is it called 
the research, whatever. Like when some people cohabitate, like they stay together longer sometimes, but like mm. that doesn't lead to marriage, you know? And if you want to get married, if you want to do that, like it's just like saying like set, set your standards because you can cohabitate, right? But like then they, that, you know, like saying like, don't buy or don't buy the milk before the cow, but don't just buy the cow. Buy, bump all that stuff. You ain't about to be getting all my stuff. All my money. You know, no. What? Well, well I, you know, some of the, like, for some of the research I said, well, I uh, was reading, well, for one, let me just say, I think everything's individual. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an exception to every rule, and there's nothing to say that there's a right way to do it. So mm-hmm. let me just preface it with that. But well, another thing that the researchers we're talking about looking at the different studies is that, you know, typically the people who have the worst marriage outcomes are people in the lower socioeconomic bracket. I mean, I think, I mean, I think a lot of life comes down to money, but we won't, that, I guess that's mm-hmm. another podcast. That's a whole story. But what it was talking about, one of the things it was talking about was options, basically, you know, people, you know, people mm-hmm. are getting married um, later if, but that's for mm-hmm. the middle and upper mm-hmm. class, right? They're getting married later. They're being more selective. They're marrying people who are on their uh, their academic and economic level. And mm-hmm. people aren't really, you know, they're not marrying across socioeconomic status very often. And that leaves people who are, you know, lower class, you know, who are who have to uh, or who want to um, cohabitate sooner, whether that's to combine, you know, paychecks whether it's because mm-hmm. you know that typically you know that's that group tends to to end up having more pregnancies and things like that I think it's I think a lot of it's just options mm-hmm. you know if you have the option to you know to marry a doctor and and wait and you know do it at a certain speed and you know you don't have to rush like you're, you, you know you're fine on your own I think that gives you more options to go a little slower opposed to someone who you know um doesn't have that kind of freedom you know they feel like they need to move faster they don't have the they don't have the support networks that you know what more well-off people have they don't have the educational resources or they don't have the community health center that's teaching them things or giving them resources to prevent um you know pregnancies and stuff like that so i think a lot of it's options i don't and yes so when you talk about options are you talking about the option to wait to get to have a kid or the option to wait to figure out who you want to marry. I'm talking about, talking about, I'm talking about options? everything. I mean, if so, for, you know, for example, you know, if you're highly educated, you have, you make good money and you're fine as an individual, you have options for mm-hmm. one, you're an attractive option to pretty much everybody. So you have your pick of who you want in a sense, mm-hmm. you are attractive to yourself, right? You can be self-sustaining. So you have time to be picky you know, you know, you have the options if you, you know, to move around the country to, you know, you just have more, you just have more choice. Mm-hmm. You can travel, you can see more things. like access, yes. like to different access to things. everything. Whereas if you're, you know, typically if you're lower socio socioeconomic status, you typically, you know, you typically live where you lived forever. You know, that's, <laughs> I don't even know that as a bad thing, but you live where you live forever. You know who you've known forever. And mm-hmm. those are your, and those are your options. I mean, and, and mm. again, it could be a great options right there next door, right? It could be great. And I don't think that money equates to a better relationship. I think it just gives you options mm-hmm. to not settle. Mm. That makes sense. <clears throat> and then settling. So like men and women, like both of them shouldn't settle. You shouldn't 
have to do the struggle of like you should be able to find someone that's like I guess in your caliber that even sounds high but like find someone like who's even maybe like motivated like you or like has that motivation to do more like you um and just like trying to find that equal partnership yeah I think you need to have the same values want to do <clears throat> values that is a great word <laughs> Yeah, they don't have the same values as you. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I think that is that's good uh, about that part. And I just feel like in society, like it's just so hard. And then I feel like um, sometimes. Okay, here's one thing that I do feel like. I feel like when well, we're black, you know, we're black. Uh, <laughs> when black men go with white women, I don't feel like they're as like. Um, like I guess people like as talked about as like when black women go for white men I feel like that's a bigger issue too like and it's like well the black women of course we know everything that goes on with black women something like that but like it's like black women like dating outside your race and different things like that I feel like that's another thing that people are like you should be with a black man like you should be with a black woman stuff like that but like mm. black men have been with these white women forever and they don't really get too much as soon as a black woman gets with a white man then she's like, whatever. I, I disagree with that. Yeah. I think I think there are people who, I think different people, I think people have their opinions on like interracial relationships. And I think the people who have negative opinions have it pretty strong, regardless of gender. I think, I think people, you know, every, mm-hmm. every NFL draft, Twitter's going to trend about the, the NFL players that have white girlfriends. It could be two of them. Mm-hmm. It could be 10 of them. It's going to trend. And they're going to talk about mm-hmm. it and they're going to, you know, and they're going to be upset about it. And then, you know, and they're going to talk about how they're gold digging and different stuff like that. I think that happens a lot. I just think, um, I think it, you know, so I think it happens both sides. I don't think there's, I don't think it's really a gendered thing. I think it's, if you are. A racist. Well, yeah, I think like if you're against it, you're against it. And I don't think it matters mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a black or whether it's a guy or a girl. Oh, well, no, I do understand if you're against it or against it, but I just say, like, well, even when I, I, like, see stuff on Twitter, when I see stuff like black women's, like, a saver, like, they don't, or they don't want to protect black men, or they don't want to be with black men, which black, black men have been with white women forever. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, in a sense, um, with the climate, but uh, I feel like, I feel like people are used to it. In a sense, that's what I was trying to say. People are used to it, so like, yeah, they may say something or whatever now. But now that black women are dating more outside of their race because maybe they can't find the black men that they're looking for, I feel like now everybody's like, no, black women, like you should be with a black man, you should be with a black man, you should be with a black man. Well, where they at? <laughs> that, that's what I guess I was saying um, when I was comparing the two. That's what I was talking about. But yeah, so I just was like, I don't know about that one, but. Um, yeah, so that's really what I think. I don't know how y'all think <laughs> about relationships in society and the standards and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I was just going to say, like, at the end of the day, uh, it's really about, like, who you love, honestly. And I guess going back to what um, Joshua was saying, it's all about, like, values and going into a relationship and making sure that you guys are on the same level of how you want the relationship to be. Uh, there's definitely nothing wrong with interracial relationships um yeah honestly <laughs> and josh did i let you get enough um for the men's side or you got some more to well 
<laughs> I think it's just one of those things that, you know, I, I understand. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, men in general have not been the best for, you know, for a while. But I think, you know, I think everyone has their, you know, their flaws in relationships. And I think it's a good thing that that there's been more equality coming to the surface and, and there's been more um, of a trend towards, you know, equal partnership. I think that's going to help everybody. I think, you know, I don't think it's, I think power dynamics aren't good. I think if one group has significantly more power than another, mm-hmm. then bad things are going to just happen naturally. I think that's just how it works. So I think the sooner we get everyone on the same playing field, whether that's men and women or whatever, um, the better. So that's why I think that's why I like with the money thing that we talked about at the very beginning, you know, I think, you know, it's not, you know, you don't have to marry someone the same amount of money, but I don't think it hurts. And I think, you know, more women being financially sound and stable is going to be good for everybody because it gives it gives people options. Them an option. Yeah. Yes, I would say it's an option you don't feel like stuck. And I want to say that I'm not saying that all, <laughs> look, I'm not saying that all men are bad husbands. I'm not saying that all women are good, okay? There do be some um, trifling women. not saying that <laughs> they're don't be. There are some good men. I don't know if I see them too much, but I'm just saying. They're there. <laughs> but, they're, uh, there. <laughs> they're there. They're there. So, uh, point them out. <laughs> but um, I don't, because I know women can be like that too mm. but I'm just talking about I guess like my experience and like what I've seen in different things like that I just feel like women sometimes measure up more than the men are they're not even held to the same standards and that can go to another conversation like childhood and stuff like that and I just feel like men like they just um I guess like they're just more free and to do whatever they want but it's like women have to feel like they're all put together and stuff like that and so that's what I guess that's where um my uh I guess like my ideas or not my ideas like my where my point of view or like my perspective is coming from so yeah that's all that i had to say about that um i but i thank y'all for coming on here and chatting that with me <laughs> i thank y'all for coming and talk this is the last episode of the season and um thank y'all so much and we'll be back july i think it's july 3rd or july 4th whatever that first thursday is <laughs> um in july and it'll be a money season we'll be talking about saving we'll be talking about uh spending investing and you know trying to get our money right okay and um if y'all would like please follow us on instagram at millennial thoughts pod so y'all can know and keep up with us when um the new episodes drop if y'all can leave us a rating on iTunes, Apple, wherever your favorite places that you listen to it. And while you're waiting, catch up on our other episodes. And that's one of the announcements. And the biggest announcement too is we have Yay. a new cat. I'm excited to talk Yay. about buddy. <laughs> yes, we will. I'm having a co-host next season. I'm so excited because I, you know, I've been doing these interview things or whatever. But we will have interviews from people, mm-hmm. and there'll be me and Cam. We'll be talking about money, all things money next season. And so, just make sure you stay tuned and join the conversations. Um, like us on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, but Instagram is where you're going to be able to hear and see all the things that are going on. Hashtag Millennial Thoughts Pod, so we can see what y'all are saying. And yeah, have a great rest of your day, morning, whenever you listen to this. And thank 
you for listening and staying up with this season. It's been a long season. I'd like to thank my guests for coming on. This has been fun. And yeah, have a great rest of your day. <laughs> thank y'all so much. Um, I'll cut that part out. Whatever. But thank y'all so much for coming up on here. I hope y'all have I did. It was a good time. <laughs> hope y'all enjoyed it. And Josh is coming back again. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> feel like I took too many body blows. So that's good. Yeah, no. Ah, and Josh oh, is wow. on again to talk about paying off debt for our next season. Yeah, and Demarcus is coming on, but we gonna see because he's on a trial and error. <laughs> right now. I would love to hear about paying off debt. I am I still stuck in debt. Ooh. <laughs> it's it, yeah. yeah so. It's been a. Uh, it's you know. I just I'm I've been trying to mm. get rid of it because I, I can't stand it. Oh. <laughs> I am literally cracking up, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so he, yeah, and I even started paying on that, and I can't work because it's gonna be right there looking at me. <laughs> and I figure that I'm going to people. I'm figuring out. Well, this lady, the but have you heard the budgetista job? The who? The budgetista. No. Well, she was saying that like just because you're debt free doesn't mean that you're financially free. And so I do be on Facebook just talking or whatever. But um, one thing it was like, don't be asking people for direction who ain't been. There. Oh like, my hey, god! So why am I asking them? But, you know, I just talk to talk. I like our save money, but I'm like, just because I paid off debt, oh, just because I paid off debt does not mean I'm financially free. Like I could still save for my millionaire status. And then the market's gonna be like, he was like, but um, what is it to be a millionaire and to be debt free? I'm a millionaire in debt. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm like, Period. I'm still a millionaire. Like they talking about, you don't want the debt, you don't want the debt. It, it, but I'm still a millionaire, so it it's all matter. about that balance. Like we were, like with the relationship stuff, you know. Because again, if you, you know, it's you know, it's better to, you know, like yeah, if you're if you're a millionaire and you have you know sixty thousand dollars in debt, that's better than being, you know, than having sixty, you know, than, right. than having sixty thousand dollars and having no debt. And no, but, no but even having six, or even not being a millionaire and still being sixty thousand dollars. Okay, I have the money to pay it off. But no, I don't want to. Make right. That. I mean, you know, it's, it's it's just about you know, you know, go, being oh, smart about it. And then she was saying that she made enough money that she was able to write one check for the sixty thousand. So I was like, boom, <laughs> that's even great. You know? Well, I mean, that's so, that's. What, I mean, I paid a lot of loan, like for the private loans to get rid of those. Like that's what I I did. You know, I did. You know, the I did more than the minimum. But then when I had it, you know, I would do. <laughs> you know some lump sum payments and that's what really knocked it out it's you know it's the lump sum payments but i waited till i had it you know mm-hmm. yes i was like i could just wait till i have the sixty thousand dollars and boot write a check alicia's <laughs> debt free bam <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i was like uh-uh, i'm about to be this millionaire i don't know how i'm gonna be this millionaire but i'm gonna 